You ready? I'm ready. Hey, y'all. I'm Brittany. And I'm Kyle. Welcome to Cheddarcast. We are learning to be more devoted disciples of Jesus, and we welcome you on the adventure. Yeah, let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another week of Cheddarcast, and this week we are reviewing week 15 of CORE. So let's get into prayer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Jesus, thank you for today, and thank you for um, the ups and downs that are for life. Um, there mm. are many, and they are plentiful, but we are focused on your goodness. Uh, we we want to continue today, uh, stay focused in on you. And just relax and rest in you today, Jesus. Mm. We just love you so much and thank you for your kindness and your bright sunshine. Mm. In your name, pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Brittany, it is your week to go first. Mm -hmm. And so what is your let's be real moment from this week? My let's be real moment this week was, so with everything going on with COVID, um, we everything for core is online i can't remember if we've mentioned that but like we have marco polo groups going with our monday night core groups we also meet over zoom mondays and wednesdays um and with the timing of covid we a few weeks ago had to have one of our teachings that i was super looking forward to it was canceled and just trying to figure out like how they would weave it in but we got to have the pleasure of having mr mark calkins did I say his last name right? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you make fun of me for how I say caulk, <laughs> like that you put in the kitchen or the bathroom. So I was like, like in the joints. Yeah, like in the joints. Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> sorry, Mark. <laughs> um, your name brought me up to a little, little post traumatic stress from yesterday. <laughs> we were doing projects, but anyways, so Mark joined our Monday night core group this last week. And he, which is really cool. So it got to be a smaller group, a more interactive group talking about the gift of prophecy. And I just for those that maybe aren't familiar with that term, or maybe you've have your own idea or definition of what I what it means when I say prophecy. um, What Mark was teaching us um, is that prophecy is us perceiving something from the Lord and sharing it. So and usually that's something about what either someone is going through or something that they will go through, um, and it's it's always for the edifying and the building up of that person. Um, yeah, there are like at times when people will get prophetic words for warnings, but like just with us dipping our toes into the prophetic and still getting used to it, he just very much focused on like keeping it positive, <laughs> like use it to build people up. And um, I liked that a few weeks ago in another one of his messages, he talked about the prophetic and healings and all the words of knowledge, like these gifts we have, our faith um, from the Holy Spirit, they are to make people feel seen and to make them feel loved. And that really struck me because like that, that truly is like my desire with having this gift. Like that's why I, I desire it so, so much. And this has been a journey for me. I've been desiring this for the last five years to really walk fluidly is the word that I will use to walk fluidly in that gifting and trusting that God is going to provide his voice and and his 
um, he's going to control my mind in those moments that I need it. And so a couple scriptures he referenced, I'm not going to read them through, but I just really liked his points of bringing them up. And for those that maybe want to look into it more on your own, this is helpful. So 1 Corinthians 14 verses 1 through 5, he, he just, the summary of it is to keep seeking eagerly the things of the spirit. And it talks especially that we should seek the gift to prophesy. And then in Psalm 139, Verses 17 through 18, it talks about how God has so many thoughts. It says how vast the sum of them are and that they outnumber the grains of sand. And so I really loved his point of this. This made prophecy not seem so scary or so big or so um, like the pressure was taken off of me when I heard him say this. And I never heard anyone explain it this way before. But he said, so like God has precious thoughts about us. The, the sum of them is it outnumbers the grain of sand. So if you picture a pile of sand on Kyle's head, <laughs> huge old pile, the biggest pile there is, um, that's how many thoughts that God has about Kyle. And when you're prophesying, all you're trying to do is pick one of those grains of sand that the Lord has for that person and make them feel seen and loved by God. That's what you're asking for when you're asking him for a prophetic word for someone is one grain of sand. And so I just encourage y'all out there that maybe have made this unattainable or just like maybe, yeah, just know that it is attainable. There is a vast sum of thoughts that God has for you and for each person that you're wanting to build up. So I wanted to start with encouraging before I go into like what I actually processed that night. (laughs) So like I said, I've been wanting this gift for a long time and it's been it's honestly been a mind a mind game with myself. Like I'm playing against myself here. Like God is God is just waiting for me to put down the pieces and just stop playing the game. Um, but I so I was super excited for this message, super giddy, and like I was so hopeful, hope filled for receiving more of an impartation of this gift from Mark because he is so gifted in it. And so um, like he's going through, like teaching us these things. Um, there were so many good notes. I just gave you all the introduction part of it. Um, but yeah, we were going through it and like it comes time for Mark. He, and I knew this was coming, but he said, okay, it's time for us to practice. And immediately, guys, like nervousness just washed over my body head to toe. I felt so nervous. And, um, and, and it's just amazing how I could go from so full of hope, so full of life, so full of like, wow, like that makes sense. Another cool thing that Mark shared super quick, like for those of you who maybe like you hear people or you're around people or maybe you've never heard this before, but like when you're praying for people, like another way that prophecy will manifest is um, so so prophecy is usually it's not like you hear. Oh, maybe some people do hear the verbal word of the Lord, but often it's just it's a thought. It's a it's something that comes in your mind for that person. God puts that thought there. It doesn't sound any different than your other thoughts. Maybe it does. Maybe it feels different. But there's that type of impartation, a thought. Um, and then there's also like people will see things, they'll have like visions or they'll say like, I pictured this and like he also, so Mark put us through this exercise to help us visualize like where, where in our brain that kind of picture would come. And it was so helpful for me because I never thought about that of like, where in my mind does, do pictures come? Because I thought I'm not getting prophetic visions because I pictured it being that like it took over my active vision. Like right now I'm looking at Kyle through this mic And like, to me, like a prophetic vision before Mark taught us this, I thought that like it would replace that vision or I would shut my eyes and I wouldn't see darkness. I would literally see something. And again, maybe that happens for some people, but for me, like that hadn't happened. And so Mark said, I want you guys to stop right now. Shut your eyes or don't shut your eyes. Doesn't matter. Picture a purple elephant. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I picture a purple elephant and my eyes are open. Like I can picture that. And he's like, that is where in your mind God can give you pictures for people. So again, guys, super simple exercise. Do that on your own time. Or right now, just picture a purple elephant while I talk. But anyway, so like that exercise that happened, like all this is building in me. I'm excited, but I'm I'm more nervous and excited at this point. And Mark says to practice, I want you to look at the screen. We're on Zoom. He's like, look at the screen and I want you to pick someone. Like, don't complicate it. Pick someone. Ask God, who do you have for me? But then he ended up just saying, or just pick someone. Like, like we don't make this complicated because you're going to ask God, like, who do you want to bless? Like, who, what do you want to say to this person? So me being me, I made it complicated. And I was like, God, who do you want? Who do you want? I would look at each person and like, I could not pick anyone. And then eventually it was like Jeopardy. Like the time ran out and like my eye was on Ty and Ezra for the last people. And I was like, okay, Ty and Ezra it is. I don't know which one of them, but like, I'm just going to land on that. And I'm feeling super discouraged because I'm like, God, like I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. Like, And it's my fault. Like I know it's my fault because you're always speaking. And so really battling myself here. And so then I've picked them, but like I have no word. And like people are starting to share like I got giraffe, I got lion, I got panda. And they have like a very like significant reason. And I'm like, God, like I don't want to make this up. I'm not going to make this up. Like it's going to be embarrassing for me when I say I don't have anything to say, but I chose you and I'm sorry, I don't have anything. (laughs) So like as I'm going through this internal process, um, one of our friends in our group, Danielle, she had an animal for me and she said giraffe. And she said, I feel like it's giraffe because you set really high goals for yourself. And like a giraffe has a really long neck so you can reach those really high goals. And guys, just I can't even describe like in that moment. Yeah, that speaks to a lot of areas of my life. But it specifically in that moment spoke to me of what I was walking through with pursuing and and earnestly seeking, eagerly seeking the gift of prophecy in my heart. Um, Like that is a high goal. It's something that feels high for me. Um, I should say it that way. And so just in that moment, God through Danielle was encouraging me like, I see your goal and you can reach it. I gave you a long neck (laughs) to reach it. And so I I settled my mind and my heart like, well, I didn't settle it. Holy Spirit settled me at that point. And I was like, okay, God, I'm going to try this again. Someone had just given a word to Ty. So I was like, okay, I choose Ezra. I was like, Lord, what animal do you have for Ezra? And the first thing that came in my mind was a cricket. And I was like, um, okay, a cricket. That's ironic because he's super tall. He's like seven feet tall. Maybe not. I don't know. He's really tall. <laughs> pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. Um, I was like, okay, cricket. That's funny. So, okay, why cricket? And Ezra is also like a quieter person when you first get to know him. Um, but his thoughts that he has and when he speaks, like it's so full of wisdom or so full of comedy. Like he, the words he has are like jam-packed with life. I would just say it that way. And so... I felt like the Lord was saying, like, crickets are really loud and you can't ignore them. And when Ezra has something to say, it can't be ignored. And so that was my word I got for Ezra. And I got to share it. And I also got to share how, like, nervous I was. And, like, just got to, guys, it, it is amazing how, like, just talking about your process with with a group of people that you trust and just saying, like, this is what I'm really battling. Like, this did not come to me naturally. Like, that was me calling out the enemy and being, like, I, like he wants me to doubt myself. Like it was unbelief in my heart of like my ability. And that's like, that's a dart that he knows works with me, but I'm not letting it. It's about to be gone for good. See you. <laughs> um, I'm working on that part. But yeah, so um, it was a legitimate battle and it was really cool to see real time 
just because like, also like prophecy goes hand in hand with like my ultimate desire and like why I came into core. It was like, God, I know that I'm your sheep and I hear your voice, but like this journey of trusting him to speak to me in the moment that I need it. Like that's where I'm trying to mature in my relationship with him right now is having that trust and knowing it. Like I know it in my mind, guys, but there's a mind knowing and then there's a heart knowing. And I'm so close. I feel like it's in my throat. Like it's almost down to the heart (laughs) if I could use that picture. And so, yeah, I don't know if that resonates with anyone, but like I it, it is coming like it's sinking down it's getting into my bones and like prophecy goes hand in hand with that it's me in that case trusting the Lord to speak to me for another person to edify them and knowing that God wants to do that like that's the biggest thing like that's my biggest weapon is when the enemy tries to come at me it's like God wants this for me Jesus died so that I can do it and God's desire for me to do this is more powerful than anything else so enemy you have to leave you cannot be in my thoughts like I cannot be nervous when I'm in the presence of God so just like remembering like where I actually stand and where I'm actually sitting yeah I'm, I'm here in the natural but in the spiritual like I'm seated with God with Jesus like in the heavens and like that power is there and like it's, it's really not even like plucking a grain of sand it's looking over my shoulder um and just saying hey jesus like what's the thought you have like if i'm if i'm in the right place like with where i'm seated Mm -hmm. so i hope that makes sense i hope those visuals were helpful and now it's kyle's turn well just just to add a little quickly on to that um kind of my process of it like it's very new for me as well and so i'm trying to learn as well and like i am a very visual person and so like kind of the opposite in for me like i'm always like visualizing stuff yeah and so like how do you decipher between what what is from god and what is from yourself yeah and there's not a good answer it's practice yeah (laughs) you got you got you have to practice it and god is going to continue to allow you to grow and understand that a whole lot more as the more you practice it so you got to get bold in practicing it and know that sometimes you're going to get it wrong and that is okay and you have to be humble, though, and admit you're wrong. Right. And right. like still build that person up. <laughs> like, right. Right. And and saying that to that person as well as say, hey, like I, the really good thing that I thought Mark said is like, if you're not sure, tell the person that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I think this is from God, but I'm not sure. Like, take back and test it in your own heart. Like, that's yeah. every time you receive something prophetic from someone, you have to take it back into your own heart and process it with Jesus. Because if you don't, then... Mm-hmm. something could happen I, I i don't know what the right answer for it is yeah. but like always taking it back to jesus and say okay like this is what they had said like is that something that resonates in me so yeah yeah like that he shared said share the word that you receive with the same amount of clarity at which you received it that's like the good quote. yeah if you had something that you're like i think this was god say it like that like i think this was god but you you interpret or if it was hey i had a dream it was really vivid this is what it is now you then take it and do what you will with it like right either way it's it's always yeah it's always go back to that relationship okay kyle okay what was that was a weird sound sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to click cluck with my mouth um what was your cluck was that a cluck <laughs> i don't know that was funny though <laughs> uh, okay what was your let's be real moment from week 15 uh my let's be real moment from say. week 15. say Yes. Um, <laughs> great job. Um, muy bien. Muy bien. Sí. <laughs> muy. <laughs> <laughs> so my, mine has actually been building and I've finally taken the time since we have a little bit more time to process this. And I'm like, all right, God, like 
I am feeling that I am not like at the beginning of the quarter, like there's all these cool things and like I was experiencing all these different things I've never experienced before. I was like, all right, God, like why is that stopping? Hmm. I was like, why does it feel like it's stopping? Yes. Why does it feel like I'm stopping? Thank you for the correction. (laughs) And then I realized, I was like, wait, I have changed my relationship, if you will, with Hmm. Jesus. Um, I I have known him from a young age and, uh, but my understanding of him has continued to grow and for a lack of a better term, I have gone from more of, of like an acquaintance uh, to more of a uh, very close friendship from him. Mm-hmm. So whenever something big is happening, it just feels normal. Like, oh, okay. That's well, good. Well, like God did this. Oh, well, that's just God. Like that's, that's not surprising. Like God does it all the time. And like that, that's mm-hmm. been very helpful for me to realize like where I am in my relationship with him. Because I, I'm not where I used to be, so it shows me growth, which is something that I very mm-hmm. much appreciate. But it also shows me, okay, this is where you are. Like, you're not in a bad spot. You're in a very good spot. You're in a, uh, I kind of wrote in my journal, I was like leveling up. Okay, honestly, there's like not levels of Jesus, but like it's helpful for my brain to like, oh, like I, I went to the next level with Jesus. Mm. And so it helps me correlate to what is next. Um and also identifies that there are more levels. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to stop and stay where I am. I can continue to grow in Jesus. I will always, until the day that I return to heaven, um, I will always seek after him and what um, he is seeking for me. And, and But also remembering that it's a process. Mm-hmm. I didn't like just go from one day, oh, like, yeah, Jesus is cool to like, oh, like Jesus and I are best friends. Like, I walk with him day to day. Every decision that I make, I want him to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and so just remembering that there's a process, that there was a process to it. It wasn't just an overnight thing. I wasn't just like, oh, cool. I'm here. I I arrived. Do you feel like in that too? Because you mentioned like it's normal. Um, but do you feel like you're also being challenged to like, obviously you still praise him for doing that, but is part of it, not letting what he does be normal though still like still celebrating it and like yeah giving it the honor that it's due oh yeah and and i i think that's the the balance that i'm trying to to understand in myself is that okay well this this feels great um and it's not about a feeling it's about a relationship but like the feeling that i'm receiving from jesus feels very good because we we are humans that are made to be in relationships with other people and especially when we can't be around other people right now it is even more helpful to draw nearer and nearer to jesus because he is the one that like can affect anything and everything with inside of our body mm-hmm. um and that's that's kind of getting into my my next question so i'll save that for a little bit um but yeah. it, it was it's just been so comforting to me to identify like where i am okay all right, mm-hmm. Jesus, we, we we are right here in our relationship right now. Thank you for where I have been in the past. But also, I have so much more to mm-hmm. learn and grow and get better in. And yeah, I, I'm thinking... Look, of, a new thing springs up. Do you not perceive it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isaiah. <laughs> and what I'm seeing is that, like, God has been developing me in, like, mm-hmm. my inner man. And now it's my opportunity to start sharing that with others. Yeah. 
And that is honestly, let's be real, that's the scary part. Like our uh, thing that we're supposed to be doing to kind of stretch ourselves this week is to pray with people like outside of a church setting, like inside of a church setting. Cool. Like I'm on the prayer team. Like it's cool. Like I'm fine. Yeah. Um, people are coming to you for prayer. <laughs> yeah. Which it, it, that, that is not meant to sound boastful. Like not at all. No, but I was being yeah, funny. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you are funny. But um now like it's scary to like go up and somebody in the grocery store like yeah. hey can i pray with you especially right now especially when right are now fearful. but like this this is the prime opportunity to do that because everybody needs jesus and yeah. jesus erases all fear so yeah that's where that's my let's be real moment for this week that's awesome yeah i love hearing you share Thanks. I get Your excited. Your authority sometimes. has grown so much and it just like makes me so, so happy. Yeah. Thanks, Jesus. I want this for every marriage. If you're if you're listening, I bless your marriage. I bless the head of your household in the name of Jesus to have the authority of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Jesus. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Miss Brittany. Yeah. What? I'm a missus, but that's okay. Yes. I keep doing that. It's, <laughs> it's, my, it's my southern roots. Um even though I'm not really Southern. No, we're Midwestern. Midwest. <laughs> we're smack dab middle America. <laughs> we're real funny with each other today. We are. We're on a roll for sure. Yeah, with but ourselves. Mrs. Becker, what is your um, one thing that God taught you this week? Yeah, I have two. Okay. Um, we should ask the crowd. <laughs> two it is. Mm, I think it's divided. Yep. But we'll allow it. Okay. So the first one, I'm going to try to keep them both I went kind of long on the first one, but so, um, last, last Sunday on Easter, um, our pastor Jimmy asked a, um, a really good question. I don't, did I share this last week? If no. it's repeat, it's still, it's still affecting me it's either way. <laughs> so he, he said like, I don't remember how he worded it, but he, he was like, have you thought about like, is your, how do you word it? Like, okay, you, you you may come out of a time with God and be like, that was a really good time. I had a really good time with God. But like, does he think you had a good time with him? <laughs> so just kind of a checkpoint. And I've been going through this checkpoint all week of just evaluating, okay, God, like, I don't want to be checking a box on my day, on my list of things to do by this. I don't want to be like, oh, like, I feel really good about this. Like, I want my time with you to be pleasing to you. And so like, as I went before God this week and asked him, I don't remember what day it was, but I asked him, I was like, okay, God, yeah, is it pleasing to you? And like, I got this, like this visual as I, um, as after I asked the question to like help me correlate this, I had this idea of my mom and I like sitting in the kitchen and like me coming in there, seeing her sitting at the counter and like going up and giving her a hug and like how much that would please her just that I would come up and want to give her a random hug and like, and that's special and that's still so valid and like that's amazing and it, it has its purpose but like then there's the next level of if I if I stay and I sit and I pull up a stool with her and I sit there and I choose to just to have a conversation with her um that I feel like satisfies her so there's pleasing and then there's satisfying and I feel like God was telling me like I'm always pleased with you. I'm always pleased when you come and you want to spend time with me. Like nothing makes my heart happier. But he's told me like, I feel satisfied when you want to stick around, when you want the interchange, when you, when you, when you want to like, let me actually touch you and affect what you're going through. Like that is what satisfies me. So I feel like, like what Kyle just shared, it's actually perfect of just going to that next level of like, realizing that like this is this is a real relationship this isn't this isn't a 
something that's in my head. Like it's a real tangible thing that happens every time I go before the Lord and I get to please him and I get to satisfy the heart of God with my time with him. And I feel like that's the next layer for me. The next step, the next level is really focusing on, on, on satisfying him. And that I can't, that guys, it just, that blows my mind that like, that we can do that, that we can satisfy the God that like created us, created the earth. Like that just like, I don't know. I could say that over and over again and it'll still just blow my mind. So I'll move on. <laughs> so that was my first one. Um, again, sorry if that was somewhat of a repeat. I feel like it's still powerful for me. So still there. But so then my other thing um, that God taught me this week. So um, once again, um, a cycle ended and I started my period, which um, was like it was disappointing. And I've been processing we're reading it in our chapter with um, the book we're reading when heaven invades earth by Bill Johnson for core. Like this week, it, the chapter was on faith and like, it took me so long to read that chapter because I was reading it over and over. Like, I think I read the chapter four times and it's chapter four. So then it's chapter. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. Um, so anyways, like it was fitting because like, I feel like my faith, like I'm just at a point of like, I'm really evaluating my faith and not being critical. Like I use the word evaluating um, intentionally and, um, and and I, cause I noticed on when I started my, when I started spotting, I was like, man, God, like it's so interesting to me. Like I have so much faith for us. Our kids are coming. Like I know they're coming. I, I, I declare it. I know it. I believe it with all my being. Yeah. And yet for that moment when I start my period, and this is very human, and I, and I don't feel condemnation for feeling this. It's just, again, I'm evaluating. I'm noticing this thought every month. I have this thought pop in for just a moment and then it leaves of, but what if it doesn't happen naturally? Or, but what if something is wrong? It can it changes month to month, but there's, there is a but that tries to come in. And again, I know it's my response to it. Like that is unbelief. It's me doubting, like, with as much faith as I have, then there's that but, and that's the enemy, and it's, what do I do with it? Do I stay there, or do I say, no, this is the truth, which is where I'm at this month. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing Ooh. awareness. Um, but, like, going through that process, I was like, okay, God, like, I do want to battle this, and um, I felt like, okay, I want to declare truth over my womb, and I want to reinforce the foundation of the truth that I believe that we are promised as children. And so that led me into, like, thinking about like the promises of God and the promises of God specifically from the Old Testament, the promises that he gave his children, Israel, his people, Israel. Um, and, and I've said this over myself so many times without really having the, the scripture like on hand, but like, I felt like God wanted me to really like have my Bible open, like have the scriptures at hand, like know what the real references are, like really be equipped with the word of God, the, the sword of the spirit, Sword, sword. sword. <laughs> wow. Um, so I wrote this out. I wrote, "We are adopted into God's family." In parentheses, Israel, and His promises for them are promises for us Gentiles, people that are not Jewish. And I, I went to Galatians three verse twenty nine, and it says, "And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham." You are his heirs and the and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. So a few key words in there, just this idea of adoption. Um, it doesn't say adoption in that word, but like that was like that was the word that I searched when I like found this word. 
um, and adoptions in the next scripture that I'm going to reference. But this, guys, this applies to like for you with whatever your promise is. For me, like I, we really closely resonate with Abraham and Sarah and they're waiting for kids right now. But like this goes for the promises that God made his people. Um, we are adopted into that lineage. We are true children of Abraham. It's not like by blood or by adoption. It is equal. We are true children. We are heirs. And I like heirs because um, just the, the thoughts of like royalty, because we are like we, we belong to like we are our father is supreme king. He is mm-hmm. on a throne, a literal throne. And um, God's promises to Abraham belong to you. So receive that. My last reference. And then I, I'll be quiet. Maybe Galatians four. Don't be quiet. We love you. Galatians four, five through seven. Yet all of this was so that he would redeem and set free all those held hostage to the written law so that we would receive our freedom and a full legal adoption as his children. And so that we would know for sure that we are his true children. Again, that we're true children. God released the spirit of sonship into our hearts. That's the Holy Spirit. Moving us to cry out intimately, my father, you are my true father. Now we're no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. And because we are his, we can access everything our father has. For we are heirs to God through Jesus the Messiah. So guys, we can access his promises like that continues because God said Abraham to your children and their children and their children. Guys, that's us. <laughs> that's us. We are adopted again. Just it's super literal here. God's word. Take him at his word. And also, I love it because of what we're going through with prophecy and the gifts of the spirit, that those are all for us. And yes, some come more natural to us and others we have to press into more, but we can access everything our father has. So guys, I just, I pray that equips you and whatever you're pressing in, whatever you're desiring, like it's there because God put it there. If it's, if it's in his spirit, if it's something he says you can do and you're desiring it, it's because he wants to equip you. And my last thought, just to give you guys one more visual since we're practicing visuals. Um, this was part of my like revelation of like going on this journey and looking for truths. But I pictured, I was like, okay, God, like this, this is literal. Okay. So like you picture like a king on his throne and I like to picture God, like try, just even try. It's really hard like for me to do that because I just can't like, I mean, there are descriptions and revelation in other places, but like picturing God on his throne and like you can picture like with any king, um, let's just go with any king, not, not necessarily God, like any king, you walk up to him and he's going to be sitting there stiff and his hands are like on the, on the armrests. And like, if you're a peasant or like a servant of that king, like you're going to kind of tremble. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, like king, like, (laughs) like it it isn't, doesn't feel personal. It feels like uh, my life is on the line here. Like if I say it wrong, they could take me out. But as his children, like, so God still sits on the throne, but instead of his hands being like, there, like a king that's like ruling and in that way, which God is that too. He is a just king and he's a good ruler. I'm going for the father side of God in this, like. When we come in the the big doors that open up to the hall where his throne is, he throws open his arms on the throne and he says, come and sit on my lap. (laughs) He says, come. And like, like, it it just, it just blows my mind of like, that's the kind of air that we are. That's the royalty that we are. Like we walk in and we are princes and princesses and we, and I don't mean that in like the Disney sort of way. Like (laughs) we have this power and everything that he has is ours. We can come and sit on his lap and say, God, Today, I really want to see a healing. And he'll say, yeah, I've equipped you through Jesus. Like, you got it. Go and do it. Like, Mm -hmm. that just helped me so much to not picture God as like 
because he is guys he is justin i'm not saying that like and we should have reverence as his children too and respect and that doesn't mean that you don't have that when you run up to his lap and sit on it but we have a king on a throne that we can approach like that's the kind of royal family that we are in and so i hope again that that visual can help help y'all today it really was powerful for me to like i'm still working on how i view god and how i approach him and i'm, I'm yeah like so I, I hope that helps so Kyle, do you have anything to add to that? Because you're such a visual person. and <laughs> No, I think you painted the picture really, okay. really well. Cool. So. so now you get to share what God taught you. Yes. So I can't wait. Um, mine kind of goes a little bit into a, a more of a let's be real, which led into a what God taught me this week. So this week was not a good week for me, like just emotionally and um yeah, physically it was fine, but like emotionally, I was just going through a lot of different things that I was trying to understand or not understand and then like weigh those things. And then I was realizing that I was trying to understand all these different things at once. And I was like, okay, well, that's not good. Um, mm. And like specifically a, a couple of days, it was Wednesday whenever I was, I was experiencing it and we're recording this on Sunday. So, um, and then Friday again, like the morning started, I was like, this is not good. Like I'm feeling the same like burden and like, I don't know, a little bit of grief, I guess, of because I, I don't know what the future looks like and we're not supposed to know always what the future looks like. So I was just trying to figure and under, understand all that at once and I just wasn't able to. My brain could not, it, it does not have the capacity to do that, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, Wednesday, I didn't do a really good job of leaning into Jesus and saying, all right, I'm, I'm bringing this to you and I don't know what to do. Um, but on Friday, I identified what was going on and I said, today, we are not going to do the same thing that we did on Wednesday. Mm. Um, and so, um, I don't know if it was the coffee that we went and got. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it uh, was good. <laughs> it was good. And we went and got coffee and Crips. A, a crepe. A crepe or just a really thin pancake, depending on what your view is. Uh, we'll stay biased on this uh, podcast on whatever you want to call them. Anyway, um, <laughs> unbiased, I guess, would be the correct term. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> words, not a strong point for me. Anyway. Not true. <laughs> you're correct, not true. And so um, I came out to came to our back room where we record our podcast to just have some like dedicated time with Jesus and... Um, I was reading in first John five with, um, one of my friends and, um, in first John five, it's just a a lot of it. I'm looking more at the end of the chapter in 19 and 20, and it's just focusing on, we know, Hmm. like, okay, well, I know it says in the beginning of 19, we know that we are from God. Hmm. Okay, God. Like, I know I'm from you. I am, I know that I am your heir. I am, I know that I am with you in anything. And that's where, that's where I'm going to choose to stay. It doesn't matter what the future holds. It doesn't matter if all these things different change or change forever. If it's just a short time, it doesn't matter Hmm. because we know, I know that we are from God. And it, it has more within that verse, but I, I'm specifically just looking at, we know that we are from God and just resting in that. I don't, I don't have to go past that. Um, that's where my heart was resting for the rest of the day. And, and in 20, it talks about uh, even more. Um, and we know that the son of God has come and has given us understanding. Hmm. 
ah, okay, so I know God, and so he's given me understanding. Okay, great, that's awesome. So I have understanding, I have the answers, and maybe God just doesn't want me to have that answer right now. It's more of building my faith to what he wants me to understand Mm. and knowing that really it doesn't matter because we know God and we don't have to have the answers because he already has them. And so just resting again, resting in that and just saying, yes, God, you are good Mm. and we love you so much. And I, today I am choosing to just rest in you and know that I do not have control over any of this. It's just so like, life-giving to me and um (laughs) yeah it was it was just really special to me and so this is kind of what i i wrote in my journal a little bit Uh, i'll give you a snippet into my brain and it says uh, resting in the knowing of god that is enough but you don't stop there because you are a loving god Mm. you have given us understanding as well your understanding is grace I need to rest in the grace that you have given me. I am not always going to get it. That is actually the purpose. That is why you give us grace to show us even when you were, or even when we have fallen short, we are still heirs of your throne. We are not worthy, but by ourselves, but in knowing you, truly knowing You have done the unnatural, the supernatural, and catapulted us into your royalty. That's so good. You don't do words? (laughs) Liar. (laughs) I'm telling Satan he's a liar. Yeah. That's that's where my heart ended up after spending time with Jesus on Friday. And it's just so comforting to know that, like, God is within me. The Holy Spirit is guiding my soul, and I'm resting in that. So, and it's awesome as a wife to follow a husband who's in that place. Thanks. Can I just say? Yeah, thanks. Well, you're pretty great. That's so cool. Like this, this scripture you just shared is a response. It's like I feel like it's a good, but to the to Proverbs three five through six where it says like Do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge. I guess it already has that in all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. But this is also like a. This is a good follow-up to that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not that God says, like, you won't have understanding. It said, do not lean on your own understanding. Yeah. Like, God has the understanding. Yeah. And so, good. as always, go to him. Mm-hmm. He is faithful to respond. Vast are those grains of sand over your head. <laughs> Just pluck one out. I really like picturing you with a big <laughs> pile of sand on your head. not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> And guys, this is super, like, just a little quick update where we are in the process with CORE. Today starts us enacting our own proposal, I guess, our, our lifestyle proposal for mm-hmm. what we're going to do. So, like, the rest of CORE, we we choose our secret place time with God. We choose our amount of media. We choose our, um, like, how we're going to fast food. So, I'm not going to go into, like, our proposal right now but just a little update like that's where we are on the journey these last few weeks we're going to be walking with our mentors and with our groups on on how we're doing with that so that we can ease back into um 
out or out of the core bubble. <laughs> yep. Although we're, it's already been leaking. The bubble has been leaking with COVID. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and just getting, getting into more of a, like taking, getting rid of the bubble and turning it into a lifestyle. For sure. So, yeah. We're excited. What, I'm also, I'm not, I'm going to be real. It's a little intimidating because you're just like, <laughs> God, I don't want to mess up, but I, I know we are like, it's, it's going to happen, but we'll, we'll walk on together. Yes. Grace. Yeah. Maybe we'll skip. all right y'all well thank you so much for listening this week and we definitely appreciate you listening in and so have a wonderful week and if you have any comments uh please leave them below and we'll answer any questions or comments or uh anything that you have we will answer them for you the best of our ability and if we do not have them we will push you to the next higher level of someone (laughs) who would know better than we would and um yeah and We will also put all of the verses and everything that we uh, quoted throughout this podcast below in the comments. So thanks, y'all. We appreciate you and have a wonderful week. Bye now. Bye.